Hi, this is Julie Clark, and I'm bringing today to you my very first podcast or attempt at a podcast. Um, I'm using an app for my iPhone uh, known as Anchor, and so I thought that this would be a great way to get started and start some initial content. And um, just to introduce myself, I am a registered psychotherapist, so a mental health clinician, and I also uh, carry the title of child and youth care practitioner, and I practice in my office located in Ontario, Canada. I have a small uh, space in a heritage building on the second floor. It's a really beautiful space that... Um, I have sort of uh, an area for working with children, and I work with kids as young as five years old. And then on the other side of my space, I have this lovely uh, floor carpet, and I have um, just some Ikea chairs. I have four chairs and a table, and um, it's very intimate, and that side is sort of more for my teens and adult clients, and it's very, um, we can maneuver back and forth. I have kid clients that sit at the table and color, do different activities, but, and then I have a, def- a desk, and I have a really beautiful um, old brick wall, and I have two wonderful windows that look out over the main street, and so that is my physical practice. And then I also have, in the last year, been working very hard at having a virtual online space in order to reach individuals who are in rural communities, who are maybe working um, up in the north and don't have access to uh, private therapy services, um, and who maybe are in isolated areas. And so I'm a private pay uh, practitioner, meaning our services here, our government services here in Ontario, Canada, they do not presently cover the cost of our services. And so um, I recognize and acknowledge that uh, my services are available to us, you know, a select few uh, individuals who are able to pay for the service, but I'm always available and interested in helping connect others to local community services that are government-based and not fee-related. So um, I have been sort of putting off starting this initial podcast. I've had many, many ideas. The one thing that I will say that has been uh, clear for me is the concept that I want to do this podcast. I have such an abundance of information that I want to share, and I love connecting and uh, building relationships with people and um, being a resource that people can um, come to and trust and ask their questions and get some clarity and, you know, a bit of guidance around maybe a direction that they need to head in terms of resources that are available in their community, whether it's related to parenting issues, uh, or just general mental health for you as a as an individual or for your child. And so I thought that I would start off just with this sort of, you know, what raw and real talk essentially with me and I would put myself out there and let you all know sort of what my hopes and sort of ideas are for this podcast but also give you an opportunity to get to know me a little bit better so 
Um, my website is julieclarktherapy.com. And so Julie Clark and Clark is C-L-A-R-K-E therapy.com. And I have a lot of information on there about the various services. If you do want to connect with me and inquire, uh, potentially consider any kind of services with me. Um, I have the parent consultation service that is new. That is something that I foresee as being parents struggling with other behavioral issues or just uncertainties or changes in behavior for their for their child or for their youth, even their young adult or their adult child, and just wonder or question or really just want to connect with someone that can maybe provide some insight to, uh, you know, is this a sort of developmentally appropriate behavior or is this potentially a budding mental illness? Uh, also provide some guidance around times when things or what to look for when things maybe need to be checked out by your medical doctor or another uh, healthcare professional. Uh, I also have, uh, like I said, I have my office, my physical space, and that is located in Elmont, Ontario. And that is just about 15 minutes west of Canada's capital, Ottawa, Ontario. But I also have uh, access to uh, an encrypted Canadian-based platform known as OnCall Health that allows me to do video conferencing sessions with people. And so that, as I was mentioning earlier, is uh, the idea that I had towards offering quality mental health care and parent consult support for uh, rural and uh, isolated individuals. And um, and in some upcoming podcast episodes, I am I've recently completed developing uh, eating disorder caregiver coaching group, a virtual online group with a colleague of mine, Sarah Terwilliger, and I will put a link to her website. Uh, Sarah and I were colleagues at a children's hospital working in the mental health and eating disorder programs. And she and I both went on, uh, she is a registered nurse, and then she and I both went on and completed our master's in counseling psychology. And so we remain friends and we remain connected. And we realized that there was a real gap in services around the support that families who are struggling with, families and caregivers who are struggling with eating disorder or disordered eating symptoms in their children. And it's a a very super complex uh, disorder, mental illness, that uh, can also be tiring, draining, and there's sometimes a threshold that has to be met for people to be admitted into, say, an inpatient program or even accepted into an outpatient program. And um, there's just a lot of criteria around that. It's not that they're not available, uh, but we're sort of looking at the proactive parents noticing that there's a bit of change in eating habits or uh, isolating when eating or just some different changes in behavior that people could very much benefit from our expertise and again offering it in a virtual way. Um, so that program is up and running and the applications are currently being accepted online on my website and we're looking forward to offering that on an ongoing basis. 
So there's also some links on there regarding my trauma work. I have um, completed the majority of the training for somatic experiencing, and I will entirely complete the training in June of 2018 and uh, receive my certification. And this is through the work of Dr. Peter Levine. And so my practice is shifting a little bit around being able to focus on trauma clients. And so I'm I'm very, very excited about that and offering that as well. Uh, so I guess I'll give you all a little bit of background. Uh, I went back to school as a mature adult in my 30s. I was married and had two two little boys and got some clarity around what I wanted to do. And that clarity uh, sort of happened in a conversation that I had with a former boss that I was working with. And that was in the insurance industry, so nothing related to therapy or healthcare. Although it was always in the back of my mind, I just didn't have the means to get the education to do or become a therapist. And this former boss of mine had asked me if I'd be interested in considering becoming a part of his retirement plan. He was trying to work towards his future and um, we had worked together for many years, and and so he offered that to me as something to think about. And so I did. I took a week, and I thought about it, and I thought, you know, I would have to upgrade my my skills, and I'd probably have to go back to school and take some business courses like accounting and bookkeeping. And I was like, I hate those things. <laughs> which is actually funny because I'm an entrepreneur and run my own private practice. But uh, as far as running a really big practice and uh, anything related to that at the time, I was like, I don't think I want to go back to school for something that I'm not really interested in. And I thought, you know what, now is the time. I know what I want to do. If I keep thinking about it, I'm never actually going to get it done. And so I met back with my boss a week later, as I promised that I would, and I said, I have good news and I have bad news. And so I said, the good news is you've inspired me to go back to school. The bad news is I'm going to be quitting. (laughs) Um, But that was a lovely story. There was so much support on the other end, and that was sort of the beginning of my academic career in literally starting from scratch. I'd been out of high school for many years, um, wasn't in a position where I could even do any college or any kind of university at all. I was working right out of high school and and obtained my uh, insurance broker's license, actually, and worked in that field for many, many years and became very comfortable and adept at that field. And I noticed that I always had a memory of a school counselor in high school who was very helpful for me and we really connected and it was for me at the time it was a really important relationship just in terms of working towards and thinking about my future as a young as a young teenager and working towards you know adulthood and my career and um and then also working as an insurance broker dealing with clients and their insurance portfolios and answering questions and 
helping them through sometimes crises. They're having car accidents or floods in their homes or their homes are burning down and um, just having regular conversations with them on the phone. Sometimes it really wasn't about the insurance anymore. It was really about just them wanting someone to talk to and that I felt like was something that I was good at. And so um, I continued to pursue a course and eventually ended up in a program at a university and I was working part-time and doing school while raising two little boys and so you can imagine that was a bit hectic it was hard it was hard and I'm sure there's lots of you out there that can relate to this it's hard to put the mommy hat on and then take it off and then put the employee hat on and then take that off and put the student hat on and so I did that for a little while and realized uh, this is not me giving my best, you know, and I want to be the best that I can be for my kids. And uh, if I'm really going to do this school thing, I really need to, you know, focus in and hone in and put some attention on that as well. So um, I eventually embarked on that, the school aspect, uh, part time for a little while longer, but I ended up finding an online program that was more geared towards my interests. So I eventually, or I not eventually, but I initially started out um, doing psychology directly in a lecture hall at a university and realized that to pursue that angle, I would have to get a PhD in order to open my own private practice. And I that just seemed like a pipe dream, <laughs> you know, just starting a, my first undergraduate degree course, it was like, wow, I'm never going to be able to do a PhD. And, you know, but I really want to work in counsel kids in private practice. And so through a colleague and a, a mom at my children's school, who was running a child and youth counseling practice, she had access to um, a newsletter that was uh, advertising an online distance education program through University of Victoria in Victoria, British Columbia, that would avail me to complete that program with a Bachelor of Child and Youth Care, and then be able to open up my private practice. And so the distance education thing was like, wow, you mean I could like kiss my kids goodnight and put them to bed and you know, be there for them when I put them on the bus and come home and do the degree at the same time. I was like, holy heck, really? (laughs) It was really a dream come true for me because it was such a perfect opportunity. And I was so grateful and so thankful for the fact that internet was a thing and that this was available to me in Ontario. And the program was in British Columbia. It was just mind boggling for me at the time. Um, And so we ha- we lived rurally so our internet access was kind of slow but i was able to make it work and um yeah so i graduated with that degree in 2011 and had already started seeing clients in a in a small uh, office one day a week and um well actually no i started seeing the client at a local library uh, i was doing a um like an anxiety based program with him we just did it in a public library And then when he became a consistent client and I had that income, I was able to find an office to share one day a week. 
And so um, that's how I started. That's kind of what my journey's been. And then in 2014, I um, the field of psychotherapy was being regulated in Ontario, which I knew about because I had done my research years and years earlier. So it was always on the back of my mind to do a master's degree. And so in 2014, still coming off of, you know, a pretty tremendous, you know, a couple of years beforehand doing the undergraduate degree, um, I was still quite tired and I wouldn't say burnt out, but I was, you know, still just kind of recovering from being, you know, a mom with small kids and doing a an intense university program. Uh, but I started the master's degree in 2014, and I completed that in 2016. And my internship, I wanted to really focus on and challenge myself in areas that I hadn't been working. And so that saw me move into the role of working with adults. And with such a foundation, working with children and youth, and of course, their families by extension, uh, who are generally adults. Um, it was a little intimidating because I was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. This is my comfort zone over here. I don't know what this is over here, but you know, I'm willing to put myself out there and for the sake of the program and my studies and my commitment, I'm going to explore this. And so I lucked out and I got an internship at a local, um, what we call family health team. And that is in a primary healthcare setting uh, with that is sort of an extension of a local um, hospital with, I don't know how many physicians were on the roster, but there was a social work department. And so I worked directly with a psychodynamic uh, social worker there who was willing to um, supervise me. And so I started to take adult clients and quickly realized that the skills are the same in working with um, adults as they are for children and youth. Uh, So I started to get more and more comfortable with that and realized, wow, like I never thought I would work with adults and here I am and I'm actually really enjoying it. And so, um, yeah, so then I added uh, adults to my practice and have been accepting adult clients ever since and uh, working with them and working through their issues and and very much enjoying that. And what was interesting to me is um, obviously an adult client has been working through and has life experiences quite a bit longer than a, you know, say a six-year-old, for example. And And it became apparent to me that it was actually really sad. I remember um, realizing just how much some of these adult clients had, you know, been through in their life and what they were holding on to and some of the trauma that they experienced. And uh, I didn't see that with the children and youth. I mean, yeah, they suffered trauma as well, but just to have many, many years of struggling and being challenged in their day-to-day life with this heavy load of you know, these life experiences um, compared to, you know, a child that has only maybe been on the earth for six years versus, you know, 62 years. And um, I had such compassion for the strength that these clients, you know, just seeking out therapy is such a huge step. 
and all of a sudden here they are presented in front of you and they're talking to you about the most vulnerable things that they've had to go through in their lives and um but then it dawned on me I was like wow I've just done two university degrees and we really don't delve into trauma all that much and I was like wow I definitely need to get some continuing education credits or some post uh, graduate credits on trauma and so that's what led me to start to do some research on the different types of programs and therapy modalities on trauma and I landed on the work of uh, Dr. Peter Levine and so that's Peter Levine L-E-V-I-N-E and I can put a link down um, in the show notes And the reason that I chose to pursue that education is because from a personal perspective, there was a soft, soft, gentle unfolding of processing trauma. And that's not to say that the other modalities, the other methods out there are are not that or that are the opposite of that. That's not to say, you know, that maybe they're more intense or that they're in any way harmful or anything like that. It was just Peter Levine's work in somatic experiencing was something that I felt safe with myself personally and thought that, you know what, if I'm feeling safe with how this is, you know, happening for my understanding at the time of what was happening for clients and processing and renegotiating their trauma, I was like, that's something that I want to know for my clients And so that's why I pursued um, the Peter Levine Somatic Experiencing Trauma Training. And so um, that's just in a nutshell a little bit about me. Uh, I could go on and on and on, but of course I don't want to do that because this podcast really is about you guys and about you guys connecting with someone who um, chose this profession as a career it's my passion. I absolutely love helping people. And I want this to be something that you all resonate with, whether it's, you know, that working mom going back to school and raising kids and wearing all those many hats to the challenges of the maybe the traumatic experiences or just the struggles that you have in relationships in your life. I just want to I wanted you all to know that, you know, I'm human too. I'm not an expert in your life. You are. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of an introduction and to be honest with you, light the fire under me to just once and for all get this podcast off the ground and this idea off the ground. And I've received so much uh, support and encouragement from those around me. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So here it is for you, our, uh, my very first episode. And there are some other things to unfold as time comes, such as the name and, uh, you know, um, a little more formality around the actual sessions and stuff like that. But for now, this is it raw and unscripted. <laughs> and I really appreciate your time and for listening to me today. And please check me out or contact me if you think you want to get in touch at julieclarktherapy.com. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now.